1: Looks like we've got our newest televangelist. That's right. It's not Joel Osteen. It's not Beth Moore. It's not Paula White. We've got somebody even better. Meet Nashville's trans-queer, latinx, neurodivergent public theologian. So obviously this is going to go down really well. (laughs) We're going to hear some real solid gospel, right? Right. I'm not going to try to get biblical, but I am going to get into the Bible because we actually went through this at my own personal church. And there's a lot in there that just shot out at me about everything we're going through right now as a nation, as a culture. Um, And then I saw this idiot, and it really kind of bolstered the entire premise of that the premise of false teachers, the premise of twisting of gospel. So now we got this latinx, trans, queer, theologian, non-divergent, whatever the heck that means. And uh, it, they, whatever the pronouns are in in this whack jobs profile, uh, whatever they are, listen to them
2: deliver their gospel. The not yet is the imaginal space of becoming. The not yet is is in the space of a realized utopia. The not yet is the Christian message that we must embody in critical and creative ways to steward a narrative that calls us into being human with one another again. That is the kind of hope I want to invite us to embody. That is the kind of queerness that I hope we can practice. One that reimagines language and practice and narratives that can be midwifed and stewarded through the imaginal. That is hope to me. That is the kind of power I think we have as a collective of believers, of doubters, of Christians as those who are becoming.
1: That was taken from 1 Kamala, chapter 6, verse 66, right?
2: We have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen.
1: Notice the multiple usage of the term narrative, the usage of the term collective, um, the co-opting of the term Christian yet I haven't heard one reference to scripture there wasn't anything referring to scripture the not yet is the not was or what could be or the imaginal I, whatever that that was the Kamala Harris uh, uh, wackadoo stuff so really if we want to break down Where we are as a culture, as a nation, as a people, we can kind of dig into the last chapter before the very last chapter of the Bible, Revelations. We can get into Jude, but there are some things that are stuck in that book that you're like, wow, that's everything that's happening as we speak right now. This
2: is Adrian Slade.
1: So there are a lot of things happening right now that are not only just wins for us as a freedom-loving, liberty-loving group of people, but they also have a little bit of God in them, maybe a lot bit, a lot of bit of God in them. (laughs) And I, I kind of, I want to set the table for what we're about to get into, because when I was in my service and my preacher was reading from the book of Jude, which I haven't read in a long time, I mean, it's... Only one chapter. I mean, you can kind of burn through it. So he read the whole thing, but there were so many things in it that were popping out at me that were going, this is what's happening right now. And we'll get into that. But take take a look at some of the things where, you know, you always hear God will not be mocked and God will not allow detestable things that are antichristical to occur. I mean, he's you'll you'll get into that here in the minute with the with the uh with the verses but so take a look at like the Twitter situation i know that's going to sound funny to somebody for somebody to think okay well how was god in that but really think deeply about it twitter being a platform where people were just sharing ideas was effectively taken over and the most nefarious things were being operated through twitter they eliminated quite a few Christian conservatives just on the basis of their beliefs. They allowed antichristical groups such as Antifa to organize through their direct messaging groups. They also uh, perpetuated all types of misinformation. They thwarted justice, you know, by, by going after all of these false narratives that they built up and they perpetuated through Twitter, like George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, you know Michael Brown where they just took these things fabricated incidents out of the whole cloth they kind of left out pertinent details and basically riled up an entire group of people that ended up burning down cities it wasn't all on twitter but that's uh, twitter was doing a lot of it and then you look at the fact that people were actually being able to be destroyed their lives wrecked and ruined not even allowed forgiveness or redemption or, or Salvation, as we say, right? So you say the wrong thing. You were destroyed for life. They ruined your your personal life. They ruined your career. They banished you from society with zero forgiveness. And that's antithetical to what God believes in. So then what happens? A Christian conservative group, the Babylon Bee, built on the premise of being parody, but centered on Christian values. I mean, they're openly Christian group, right? They get suspended over the fact that they were proclaiming that Rachel Levine, a man pretending to be a woman who is basically saying God's creation was a mistake, which God doesn't make mistakes. Um, They suspended the Babylon Bee because of the fact that they said Rachel Levine was their man of the year, right? <laughs> Effectively outing the fact that, yeah, he's still a man. He's not a woman. And then what happens? Out of the blue, a freaking billionaire pops up and buys the platform, says he wants to reset it. Now, they had a rela- Elon Musk had a relationship with the Babylon Bee, and he's been on their show quite a few times. But the fact that it got to that point, This is how you can say God uses unlikely characters. You know, he can use anything to his glory. So he used Elon Musk to come in as the richest guy in in the world to spend a fair amount of money to buy Twitter and reset the whole game. The game that the deep state was using to foment all of their different nefarious projects that they were working on, right? All these different things that they were doing, all the movements they were making. And and that's why they're freaking out about it right now. So an unlikely person that, you know, I don't even know if he believes in God, but God used him (laughs) in a big way. Same thing happened with what we learned about with this leak with Roe versus Wade. Because if you think about it, a real estate mogul Reality TV show host had affairs, had you know, all types of affairs. <laughs> he ends up being president and nominates justices that, though I wasn't really happy with their recent choices, you know, Brett Kavanaugh is pretty, pretty lukewarm. Amy Coney Barrett's a big disappointment. Gorsuch is, he's all right, he's okay. But they did come together and they did basically overturn Roe v. Wade. They're going to do that. It's not something that's in stone. That's the problem. The problem is they leaked this information out. And leaking information from a court? I mean, you can't even lie under oath. What kind of ramifications will that have? And why would somebody go to such such lengths that could put their career in peril? That's how. That's how... Demonic and how to the cause the left is. They will burn everything down. They will destroy the the court system. You know, I mean, they basically what was happening is this leak has come out in the first draft of the opinion that Samuel Alito was writing. And this opinion could be changed, could be tweaked, could be, you know, manipulated around before it goes out into its final draft. And it should come out. After the ruling's done So they've ruled on it Or they've gotten to a place where they're going to rule on it And they've already decided to write the opinion So that when they do You know, go for The uh, the ruling That it'll be ready to go Well, somebody decided to leak it So that they could get the court of public opinion Enraged and, and up in arms So that maybe that that will End up forcing Some of these people To rethink their decisions And that right there undermines the entire concept of the judiciary, right? So (laughs) let's—I mean, this is about killing babies. Okay, they will go to whatever lengths possible to do so. So first, you have Elizabeth Warren. She's out there grandstanding. Listen to her getting all angry and up in arms over the fact that they've done this.
2: How are you feeling? I am angry angry and upset, angry and upset and determined. Mm -hmm. The United States Congress can keep (laughs) Roe versus Wade the law of the land, they just need to do it. I've never seen you so angry, you seem to be- This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want, 69% of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people, want Roe versus Wade to maintain we don't as want to the law of the land, the womb, we ma'am. need to we, do no, that, we are not and going we stand, have a right, extremist. 3, extremists, we've heard enough from the extremists. And and we're of the and exactly
1: right. Right. Oh, she's so mad about it. But you know what? All it does is remove a horrible law that was built off of lies and effectively taking the concept and pushing it to federalism. So now your state gets to decide. Uh, what's wrong with that? Federalism is what the left built its COVID lockdowns on. Remember, I used to call it the medical secession of the states. It was the medically induced secession where enough states gathered together and said, you know what, we're just going to close our economies down and make everybody uh, feel the pain, basically. You know what, everybody's going to shut down and we're going to go ahead and uh, fight COVID by hiding out in our homes. Well, Donald Trump couldn't really do much about that because he didn't have the authority over the states. He's the executive, the chief executive at the time he was. Now, they he let Fauci have a lot more press time than he should have, and everybody built their decision-making off of Lord Fauci, who is another demonic individual. Um, so, basically, it's allowing states to decide. And now we're going to have states, you know, I believe we're going to have abortion resorts. I mean, Amazon's talking about flying its employees wherever they need to go to get an abortion. I mean... Why not do like they did with when Obamacare kicked in and you had these uh, these little doctors' offices down in the Caribbean that were setting up shop American doctors and they were making resorts and you can come down and pay them directly and not have to deal with any of the Obamacare crap? Um, that kind of stuff's going to happen because that's what happens with markets. And so when we look at the fact that, They wanted to kill the kids, and they're trying to say, well, it's safe, legal, and rare. And that's why Elizabeth Warren is up in arms. Um, It's going to lead to the fact that people are going to fly across state lines. Companies are going to uphold the leftist agenda, as they've always been doing as of late. And they're going to take that extra mile and go there. But let's get a real understanding of what we're dealing with here and why God would be... (laughs) I mean, this is sacrificing your babies to moloch, right? And then going into the temple later. That this is this is just sacrificing of children. This is depopulation in action. <laughs> and they wanted to say it's under the guise of you know, medical procedures, women's health, all that stuff. But listen to and she's from Virginia, Delegate Tran. Um she ended up being put on the spot with a bill that she was going to uh introduce and it was a bill about when an abortion can take place and just listen closely to the time frame of when this can happen delegate tran yes sir
0: how late in a pregnancy would your bill apply if a physician was simply willing to certify that that the um uh, continuation of the pregnancy would impair the mental health of, of the woman. How, how late are we talking about? In well, so, so the way the suggestion that we've um, made in the bill is to say it's in the third uh, trimester and at the, you know, with the certification of the physician. So, so how late in the third trimester would you be able to do, to do that? You know, I'm, it's very unfortunate that our, the, our physicians, uh, our witnesses, were not able to attend today to speak specifically. No, I'm to that. talking about your bill. How, how, yeah, how, late, I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman or physical health? Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay, but to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill so um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, of that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? she's dilating uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman. Would I understand make that. At that. I'm point. asking if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that, yes.
1: Um, that's the third trimester. Tri being three. So that's the third trimester. And trimester is, uh, it's three. So wait a minute. That's 40 weeks, right? So they said 40 weeks divided by four. Maybe there's one month that has a fifth week, uh, you know, fifth weekend in it, Um, that's about nine months. Usually people are giving birth at that time. Oh, yeah. So you can do it as they're coming out the womb. And, you know, maybe these same people would be as zealous as they are right now with Roe v. Wade. If uh, maybe they would be just as zealous with the Second Amendment, if we could just, you know, allow them to perform their abortions with AR-15s, you know, when they come out of the womb. Suddenly, these people will not only be Roe v. Wade uh, zealots, they will also be proponents of the Second Amendment. But regardless of that, this is the thing these people are ghouls. And what just happened was a ruling to reset what God despises the killing of his children. I mean, the killing of the innocent. That's what it boils down to. I mean, you know. There's a gentle reminder out there that you know you can purchase a rubber at a truck stop for with some pocket change or you can even uh you can go to the neighborhood of high school nurse at this point and get some for free. I'm sure they're handing them out at the school. And what happens if the rubber breaks then? Well, uh, you should factor that into your risk assess- assessment. Here's the risk assessment that you should include. These this is the one, these are the ones you should include. First, beauty is only a light switch away. So Take a moment, turn on the house lights, see if you should even be playing with this chick. Um, Does she have an annoying voice? Does she talk too much? Be sure to have a rubber and hope it doesn't break, okay? Or, don't play the game at all. It should come down to, it should not come down to, oops, I guess I gotta kill it. How about I sit and ponder for about 40 weeks and then I'll figure it out and make up my mind. I mean... Of course, they'll jump to, the what about rape and incest? You know, that's going to be tossed around. But the central perk New York hipsters, by their metrics, wouldn't they be saying that they're helping red states, these backwoods red states that they assumed are littered with cousin lovers? I mean, I, you know, I'm making jokes about it, but it just shows how dumb this argument truly is, especially when the left is going to say, well, you know, society needs this because you didn't do your job as a parent and they need to, you know, they need the schools to step in, teach, you know, save society, teach five-year-old about giving head to somebody. I mean, that's where this is all going. And and that's the thing is there's so many different arguments that can, that can cut this entire thing off at the head. I mean, abstinence, um, if you do want to explore, which I wouldn't recommend, you've got different Prophylactics and things out there I mean there's things you can do But they want to say that We just need to be able to kill them And do it at the end And it started with safe, legal, and rare And now it's shout your abortion Go out there and shout about it I mean there was a New York (laughs) There was a New York politician out there Who was going on and on About how she was proud That she got the abortion And so now everybody's worried Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? You know, are are the is abortion going to be outlawed now? No, Roe v. Wade doesn't do that. But no one reads bills anymore. It's don't say gay. It's you know all these different stupid bills that they no one wants to read. So they just make crap up and they think that this is what's going to happen. And this is why our civics are so screwed up. And so everybody's assuming that it's going to be the Handmaid's Tale. So dust off your Handmaid's Tale costume and get on down to DC. Um, you know, we got to pretend like you're going to be baby machines and forced into servitude by the evil right wing cr- Christian conservatives. This is what really kind of killed me going to the COVID refer- references, because everything's about tyranny. Everything's about what they want as far as control goes. Check this out misoprosol is relatively easy to acquire from veterinary sources, since in addition to medically inducing abortions, It's also used to treat ulcers in horses. This is from Motherboard. It was actually on Twitter. So we weren't allowed to talk about ivermectin on Twitter, the devil's platform that has now been purchased by Elon Musk and has been going to be reformed. We weren't allowed to talk about ivermectin because it was horse dewormer. But the moment Roe v. Wade is on its way out the door, these people think that we're going to be, you know, banning abortions whole cloth and now they're pushing horse ulcer medications that can medically induce abortions that you need to get from a vet veterinarian. You can't make up the hypocrisy with these fools. And that's what we're dealing with. That's why the whole Twitter thing with Elon being brought in was a God thing. That's why this the destruction of the framework that the left has propped up their evil child sacrificing on for the last 50 plus years, Roe v. Wade, to which the row, I think it was. And it, um, she, uh, or yeah, I can't remember which one I always get that confused, but the one who was, uh, pushing for the abortion after that went through became anti-abortion and a big proponent against it. But the left kind of rode her out of this, out of the whole storyline and hit her until, uh, you know, much later so that they can, continue to prop this up but that's what they do. So, yeah. Couple wins. I think God's in all this because God was in this <laughs> and the left is shrieking like demons outside of the Scotus uh building and they're they're just melting down. So, we're going to get into the book of Jude and I want to show you where all these different things are being brought in to the light and it's it's really amazing because it it all sounds like today every bit of it i mean you got to remember this is this is the same guy right i think jude was the half brother of jesus uh brother of james uh of course Jane, james was the brother of john i believe and john was the one who jesus loved um they just had a special bond it didn't mean he loved him more than the others but Uh, You know, John ended up being the one disciple who was not killed for his beliefs. Everyone else was, you know, Peter crucified upside down because he didn't want to be crucified like Christ. They tried to boil John to death, but he survived, and then he was banished to an island where he wrote Revelations, right? Well, this is the book right before Revelations, and when you read it, there's so many things that pop out that are happening as we speak, going back way back then. So we're going to get into it. Let me take us to the book of, let me take you to the book of Jude. All right. So I like to use the complete Jewish Bible translation because of the fact that Hebrew has some deep, rich meaning that goes even further than what the English translation can bring you. And uh, it just makes things even more amazing. And I'm going to go ahead and start with verse three. Since you already know all of this, my purpose is only to remind you that Adonai, which is God, who once delivered the people from Egypt, later destroyed those who did not trust. And the angels that did not keep within their original authority, those that left with Satan, but abandoned their proper uh, sphere, he has kept in darkness bound with everlasting chains for the judgment of that great day. And Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, following a pattern like theirs, committing sexual sins and perversions, lie exposed as a warning of the everlasting fire awaiting those who must undergo punishment. I mean, he leveled Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) They couldn't even find... What did he he say? We wanted, what, ten righteous people or something like that? They couldn't even find ten... And then Lot's wife ended up turning into a pillar of salt just because she turned around and looked to see what was happening. Because God didn't want to see, didn't want the righteous to see the devastating punishment he was leveling on Sodom and Gomorrah. Not like we're not seeing the crowd outside of Lot's house right now, right? With Antifa and some of the teachers and the trans agenda. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing. Going back to the verse, Likewise, these people... With their visions, defile their own flesh, despise godly authority, and will insult angelic beings. When Michael, one of the ruling angels, took issue with the adversary, arguing over the body of Mosh, he did not dare bring against him an insulting charge, but said, May God rebuke you. However, these people insult anything that they don't understand. And what they do understand, naturally... Without thinking, like animals, by these things, they are destroyed. Now, it's interesting on that verse because the argument that I kept seeing, especially with the don't say gay bill, they're like, well, you know, you guys are taking away the rights of these of these gay people because, you know, we should be teaching this to the kids so that the kids won't be haters because, you know, it's perfectly natural. Penguins are gay and and, you know, there's gay orangutans. And I'm like, well, you know... Dogs eat their own poop, but I'm not putting it on my plate, right? We're reasoned people. We have reasoning. Animals do not. So we have the reason and the capabilities to discern as to whether or not we should be making the decisions that we do, right? So <laughs> he basically says these people insult anything they don't understand, and they do what they do understand naturally without thinking like animals. That's what they do. It's amazing. Woe to them in that they have walked the road of Canaan. They have given themselves over for money to the heir of Baal. They have been destroyed by the rebellion of Korak. Now, Baal is the altar, the golden calf that they all worshipped. Um, that's where Moloch comes into play, sacrifice, sacrificing the kids. These men are filthy spots at your festive gatherings meant to foster love. They share your meals without a qualm, while caring only for themselves. They are waterless clouds carried by the winds, trees without fruit even in autumn, and doubly dead because they have been uprooted. Savage seaways heaving forth their shameful deeds like foam, wandering stars for whom the blackest darkness has been reserved for. Moreover, Enoch, in the seventh generation, starting with Adam, also prophesied about these men, saying, Look, Adonai, or God, came with his myriads of holy ones to execute judgment against everyone, that is, to convict all the godless for their godless deeds, which they have done in such a godless way. And for all the harsh words these godless sinners have spoken against him, these people are grumblers. They're complainers. They follow their evil passions. Their mouths speak grandiosities, and they flatter others to gain advantage. But you, dear friends, keep in mind the words spoken in advance by the emissaries of our Lord, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. They told you during the last days, there will be scoffers following their own godless passions, These are the people who cause divisions. They are controlled by their impulses because they don't have the spirit. Who's causing division right now? Who is balkanizing the country? Who is pushing to back a certain group of people up against the wall, making them insurrectionists? When the real insurrectionists are the ones who are doing judicial insurrection by leaking out You know, opinions that aren't even completely penned and and rulings that aren't even completely finished, which a lot of people think is a clerk for Judge Sotomayor, because that individual was the one who made a big stink about Brett Kavanaugh and then turned around. I think his name is Jen, something like that, turned around and and talked to the press about it. But anyways, back to the uh, back to the verses. They are controlled by their impulses because they don't have the spirit. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in the most holy faith and pray in union with the Holy Spirit. Thus, keep yourself in God's love as you wait for our Lord Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, to give you the mercy that leads to eternal life. Rebuke some of who are disputing. Save others, snatching them out of the fire. And yet others show mercy, but with fear fear hating even the clothes stained by their vices. Now to the one who keeps, who can keep you from falling and set you without defect and full of joy in the presence of his Savior, to God alone, our deliverer, through Yeshua Jesus, the Messiah, our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, and authority before all time, now and for uh, forever. Amen. I mean you can't really sum up what was going on any better really division you've got nations being judged i mean you've got everything happening in real time being talked about throughout that scripture and i think we need to we need to realize that because a lot of times like the trans uh, theologian that we had at the beginning where she's talking about utopia, which there is no utopia. There's no, the only utopia is going to be the new Jerusalem. There is no utopia based on human constructs, but this individual wants to go out there and, and pretend to take, you know, pretend to be a theologian as she's trans and she's going to take the concept of Christianity and massage it when the real Christianity basically said, if you're defiling God's creation, and you're basically thumbing your nose to God's commands and scriptures, he'll lay judgment, and we're seeing judgment, but we're also seeing compassion, and we're seeing wins in areas that we thought we'd never see. So I just wanted to put that out to you to encourage you to let you know that There's nothing new under the sun. We may think we live in the worst of times, but you know what? There was a Roman Empire. There there was Egypt. Nothing new under the sun. And so we're going to see good prevail, regardless of how bad things can get. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker, TuneIn, IHeart. You can also call in one nine two nine 929 gogo usa leave a message, I'll play it on the show, and I'll respond to it. Um, you can also support the show financially, anchor.fm slash slash support. We'll see you guys next time.